Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast, where it's all about inspiring change and transforming lives. And here's your host. He's an Amazon best-selling author, six-figure blogger, internet marketer, and one of the top life coaches in the world, Stefan Palernos. Hey everyone, this is Stefan from ProjectLifeMastery.com. Today I'm, I'm excited to be interviewing Jason, who uh, is someone that got started with the amazing selling machine, I think earlier this year in 2015, about five five months ago or so. And uh, you know, Jason's been kicking ass on Amazon. He shared with me a screenshot. He did uh, 16,000 in product sales last month. And uh, Jason has a pretty unique story, which I'm hoping he could share in this interview because he started his online business on a credit card. So I'd love for Jason to share this story. And uh, man, I just want to thank you again just for taking the time to do this today. But do you want to share a little bit about how you got into this? Sure, man. Um, so I, I got into this business through you, actually. I was doing a little bit of Kindle before that. And uh, I, I had been running websites for a few years um, as my full-time job. I was um, before that, I was working at a video game company, and that's really, I thought that was going to be my dream job, working at this video game company, something I wanted to do my whole life at high school. And um, then, you know, some stuff started happening, like I, I wasn't getting credit for the ideas I was bringing to the table, and um, I, I don't know, I, I felt like the supervisor wasn't paying attention, and one day I was just staring at my monitor, and I was like, man... I don't get out of here right now. I'm going to be stuck here. Right. So no two two week notice, no nothing. I just grabbed my stuff and I was like, later. And um, then I was like, if I can't do something online in six months, I'll go back and get a nine to five. And right at six months, I started making enough money online to kind of, um, you know, support myself. And um, I, you know, I had a lot of like, um, I was making money through websites with AdSense mainly and different ways to do that. And I learned fast, and this happened to you too, I think, that when Google slaps an algorithm on you or anything like that, your business vanishes overnight. And it happened to a couple sites I was doing. And so I was like, man, I need to find a way to create smaller content, create niche content that I can target those people and not try to get everybody. So that's when I found your Kindle course, and I really liked it because I can target people who are trying to find um, information in those niches. And um, I think I was only doing Kindle books for about two or three months when you launched your ASM, and you were like, this is it. I watched your video series, and I was like, man, this could really complement what I'm doing right now. And... Um, so I, I took the plunge. I was like, that's that's a pretty high price tag, but let's you know, let's get uncomfortable, let's do it. Right. Oh that's that's awesome, man. And and your story is a little bit similar to mine in a way where um you know, I remember when I had a job, it's when I was twenty one years old and I had the hopes of building an online business and, and getting started on my own. And I just decided I was gonna quit cold turkey 
you know, I took that leap of faith and I decided, you know what, I'm going to do whatever it takes. Here's my deadline, you know, six months or whatever. I forget whatever my deadline was, but mm-hmm. it, was, it was just such a must for me to make that happen. And it's mm-hmm. amazing what happens when your back's against the wall and you burned your boats and you have to find a way. Um, but, you know, similar to you, like I did have a little bit of a backup plan where I thought to myself, okay, if all else fails, I could always go back to getting a job. Mm-hmm. Right. So I can definitely relate to that. Um, mm-hmm. Cool. So you want to share with me a little bit, um, you know, you launched, I, I guess you invested in ASM, Amazing mm-hmm. Selling Machine, uh, I think about five months ago. When did you launch your first product and what's happened since then? I launched my first product in June and, um, you know, it was a little bit intimidating because you go on there and you, uh, I get a little bit jealous when I see like people just put their product up and they just start selling and I'm like, how are they doing that? You know, I'm doing, um, pay-per-click and I, I just kept after it, man. I just kept getting those reviews. I, I kept dabbling with my pay-per-click and, uh, I kept trying to get better images and just really try to want, it's kind of like a Kindle book. You want to try to get it better and better and better. And then, so finally I got to a point where it was, you know, 10 sales a day or so. And I was like, cool, let's, let's, uh, let's try to scale this a little bit. And, um, that's kind of when I found, you know, it's, it's better to make something a little more unique than just private label something right off of Amazon. And so I started uh, messing around with that a little bit, and it's also easier so you don't get hijacked, right? Right. So um, that's uh, that's kind of where I am right now. I mean, it's only been since June, and uh, right now I just um, I launched one variation of my original product, and um, just within the last two weeks or so, I got products three and four up. Oh, wow. So, awesome. yeah, so I'm just trying, you know, I'm, I found like what works for me mm-hmm. and now I'm just going to duplicate that. Totally. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. Actually, you know, it's funny cause I, it's, it seems like there's so many different methods to this. Um, I interviewed, um, Greg Mercer and his, his method was once a product gets selling about 10 units a day, mm-hmm. he can start on his, his next product. And so yeah. he, he kind of has the approach of just launching more and more products. I think he has 40 of them. Um, and then, um, another fellow, Zach Greenfield, who I interviewed, um, it took him about a year or so before he launched his second and he's doing really well with that. He's, he's got like maybe three or four products now, but, um, similar to what you said, like he started off private labeling his own product, but then he realized that if he could customize it a little bit, then it would allow him to differentiate himself in his market. So what he did was he, uh, went to his supplier and got them to make a custom mold. And he had to invest nice. a little bit more in that. And then, um, yeah, you, you made sure that the supplier couldn't sell that to anyone else. And that way he had a, a more custom, different product on Amazon. So yeah, sounds like yeah. similar to you, yeah. And Greg Mercer is insane, man. That guy, he's just yeah. a horse. He just gets after it. Totally. One, of my, uh, one of my role models. Totally, absolutely, yeah. You have to check out the interview that I did with him. I just actually put it out today, so... I saw it. I'm going to click on it when, when we're done. Cool, cool. Awesome. So, um, you know, what would you say has been some of the biggest things that you've learned that's allowed you to scale it up more? So you mentioned, like, you, you got it to a point of doing 10 sales a day. What would you say has been the, one of the biggest things that's allowed you to go to that next level? Um, just kind of having faith in the system. When you buy your inventory, you're going to go in the red. 
And I remember I asked you this, um, one of your mastermind classes, I was like, yeah. how do you feel about going into debt on credit cards? And you're like, well, it's one of those things, like I, I was in credit card debt myself and um, it's not a fun place to be. And then I started thinking, but you also say something like, when you get uncomfortable and your back's against the wall, that's that's when you do your best work. So I was kind of juggling with those two thoughts and I was like, listen, if this goes belly up, am I really going to starve to death? I mean, I don't think I'm going to starve to death, right? E even if I lose my whole business. So I was like, um, I'm just going to get a thousand units of these inventories and put it on that credit card and just have faith in the system that I've, I've put in before. And I mean, I would like it to go a little faster, but I'm recouping it now. And I, I feel like the more I go in the red early, the better it's going to be long term. Um, I don't necessarily recommend that strategy for everybody, especially if it's your very first one, because if that one goes belly up, uh, then you've got all that debt, right? So, yeah, when you get to a point where you can scale, maybe, maybe do it then. Yeah, I mean, the interesting thing is, like, I've, I've, I, as I mentioned to you before, like, I've been in credit card debt. It's definitely not a fun place to be. Um, mm -hmm. I, had, I had some challenges getting out of that debt and everything, but um, you know, I ever since that, I've never gone into debt, but I've actually learned since especially since talking to other entrepreneurs and everything, like I'm surprised how many businesses actually start that way. You know, whether it's either credit card debt or it's just taking out a, a, a loan from the bank or a line of credit, you know, mm -hmm. and whenever I watch the show Shark Tank, you know, it seems like all of these investors, they're, you know, either borrowing money or they're looking for capital to grow their business. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I think it's definitely common um, amongst business owners because anytime that you start a business, you are going to be in the red, right? It's going to mm -hmm. take a certain investment to get started with that. You know, if you want to open a restaurant in your local city, it might cost you $100,000, you know, and not unless you have that money, you're going to have to take out a loan or line of credit or whatever it is to, to pay for that. So I think it's dependent on everyone's personal situation, their risk tolerance. Um, but I mean, it sounds like it's working awesome for you, man. Like you're, mm -hmm. you're doing really well. And I think, you know, out of you, um, with the mastermind group that we have, like, you're one of the ones that are taking the most action, you're most committed to it, and that's what I love to see, you know? So, have, yeah. you, have you always been that way, would you say, or have you just been, like, how much time would you say that you're, you're, you've been focused on this business um, since you joined ASM? Mm, I, I would say, like, if you condensed all the time, maybe, if you condensed that time, maybe two or three hours a day. One thing I would recommend for people who are starting, um, going back to the, the financial situation, is create a, an account, a business account, and put a set number of money in there. And then just think of that money as it's gone. It's This is an investment and it's gone. And don't keep siphoning from your personal funds because then you can't really measure it. So I would say um, just you know put a set number in here. Be like, okay, I'm, I'm going to have this much money and I'm not going to go more. It's, it's just going to be an investment, just like investing in a stock or something like that, you know? Um, and as far as the, the taking big action, yeah, I, I think I've, I've always been like that. But uh, since I found you and, uh, you know, your podcast, like uh, you had one podcast where you did like a book in one day. 
And I was like, man, that's, um, I need to do more stuff like that because multitasking is not good. It's, it, it'll just, um, it takes actually longer if you multitask. So I started writing my stuff down on like, this is how much time I'm going to chunk away for this. And every morning, um, you know, for the, when I was taking the ASM modules, I was like, one hour, I'm just going to do the videos and do what I can. And then at night, maybe one more hour. And just stick to a routine, and it becomes easy. Awesome. So what was your experience like going through an easy selling machine? Um, and especially, you know, from, from you know, there's certain phases I find that a little bit more challenging than others, you know. So, for example, you know, finding your product, you know, oftentimes you're, you're doing a lot of research, and you're kind of weighing the pros and cons, and then talking to suppliers and, and whatnot. So did you have a pretty smooth experience and just and did you just follow the lessons or what would you say have been the, your experience so far? Um, so one of the, the helps that I, don't, I hope you're going to give this bonus to your people coming in is like yeah. um, you're going to look at their products yeah. and make sure that you kind of give them some, some feedback on their products. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's a big help. Like the other thing I would really recommend is Try to get into something that you're going to be passionate about. I know they preach in ASM that just get a product off Alibaba and start selling it. But to me, I couldn't sell beauty products or baby toys, even though people in those niches are crushing it, right? They're, but I just you know, can't do it. So think about something that maybe you would want to buy and also think about maybe what products can you add to this down the line. Um, and I think when you think of it long term, think of it, you know, think of a long term business strategy, and think about uh, even think about if you're going to sell this business someday, right? Like you may not want to just um, have a few products up and have you know whatever ten thousand a month cash flow. You may want to turn that into a you know three five million dollar business that you can cash out in you know a couple years. So keep that in mind. Um, yeah, and just when you're when you're finding a product, don't just try to find something cheap that you think you can sell because a lot of other people are doing it too. Like really, uh, really see if you would buy this product, and also look at it like how can I make this better, and what can I add to this niche that'll um, you know help people out down the line as well. Yeah, that's totally. what I would say. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Um, I mean, when you have a product that you're passionate about or at least interested in, it's going to give you a bit of an extra edge, I think, because mm-hmm. with this business, it's a, it's different than Kindle in the sense where with Kindle, you know, you can put up a book on whatever whatever different topic, but you're not really doing, you're, you're leveraging Amazon most of the time. You're not really doing much stuff outside of Amazon and you're not really building a brand. Whereas with selling physical products on Amazon, you actually are building a brand. Right, you're going to be creating like a website, and you're going to be, um, you know, maybe have content out there, and, and social media profiles, and Facebook, and etc. So it's something that you're going to be in in that niche long term, and build out multiple products in that. And so when you have mm-hmm. passion for it, uh, you know, it's going to be something you're going to want to share with your friends, your family. With you know, you're going to be confident and proud of the product that you're selling, and wanting to provide an amazing experience for your customers. And I think that gives you a huge advantage when you're at least interested in the product that you're selling. Right. So, right. 
Now, I'm not necessarily an expert in my niche, but um, I I can get behind it and I can appreciate it for what it's what it's for, right? And um, I may not have all of the the answers and stuff like that, but that's that's stuff that you can crowdsource and outsource, like articles and um, just just build it out and and have good customer service because I guarantee that you know. Even if you're up against someone really big on Amazon, but you just have phenomenal customer service, they're gonna go from they're gonna buy from you again, right? Yeah. So, so that's another thing to think about. Yeah, let me ask you more about that. So, what have you found have been the most important things with good customer support? Like you guys, you know, is it just giving giving refunds or what's what's been your strategy with that? So, so right now I've only had to do like one or two refunds. It's been it's been pretty low. And to be honest, I thought at this point I was going to have to outsource my customer service, but I haven't yet because I'm getting so few emails per day from customers. So I'm doing it all alone, but I'm kind of like uh, saving a lot of my frequently asked questions that people are sending in, and I'm putting that into a like a Word doc because eventually I'm going to outsource this. Yeah. So I want my customer service people to do what I'm doing, like go through and read kind of how I'm handling these guys. Um, yeah, and just go above and beyond because it might be 15 bucks now or 20 bucks now, but in the long term, like you know, some of these bigger companies will make you jump through hoops to get something returned. Just be like, hey, I'm sorry, um, here's a refund, and maybe even send them one another thing as well just be like this is not how we operate yep. and just try to be just try to like overdo your customer service yeah and i think that can you know that leads to feedback it leads to reviews and if you can do that early you can compete with the the big boys totally yeah and, and with amazon it's all about reviews so when you have great customer uh, support you know, I mean, people are going to leave you amazing reviews or really bad reviews based on how you handle them, right? So right. I found, right. uh, yeah, I found that to be really important. Just you know, doing whatever you can to make sure that they're happy, even if it's at a little bit of a loss in the short term, it's going to benefit you long term. And that person, I mean, I've had that, you know, even with a, a supplement. I, I hardly get refunds with supplements or anything like that, but. Um, mm. There's like one case where the seal was broken. Somehow mm-hmm. I'm not even sure how that even happened, but I just sent the person another bottle, you know, and just wanted to make sure they're happy because I knew that, you know, if they are happy, they're going to reorder again and again and buy all the other products that I, I released too. So mm-hmm. definitely, I definitely agree with that. How about um, outside of customer support? What have been some of the most important things you've learned just in this entire journey selling on Amazon that's maybe going to help you for your second, third, fourth, fifth product after this? Yeah, so I, I would say try to chunk these modules down into one thing at a time so you don't get overwhelmed. And there's there's tools that can really help you um, in this course that other sellers don't have. Like, for example, the Alliance tool. Um, that's a tool where you can basically throw your listing up or throw a blog post up and say... Um, you know, I want 20 Facebook shares on this. And then you can build up your own credit by sharing other people's stuff. And that's been, that I actually have outsourced right now to a VA. But that's like so powerful because, you know, every day you can have people hitting the like button, hitting the share button on your listing, giving it more power, giving it more juice. And it really comes down to numbers. Like the more sessions you get, 
the more sales you get. The more sales you get, the higher you bump up in rank. Yeah. The higher you bump up in rank, the more sales you get again, right? So just um, there's a lot of stuff they're going to hit you with, like YouTube videos, press releases, and you can't do it all. But you can find something that um, you can stick to, maybe one blog post a week. And just stick to your guns, and it's like, um, I'd recommend that people read The Slight Edge. Have you read The Slight Edge? No, I haven't. Oh, that's a good book. Um, it just kind of breaks it down to just do that one thing every day, yeah. and it's going to build up. You might not see results today or next week or next month, but after a year of consistently putting out posts and having people share from your domain eventually one day you're going to wake up and you're going to have a bunch of search engine traffic just funneling to your listing. And that's huge. And you might not see that result right now, but you will in a year from now. Yeah, that's awesome. I, same experience that I had when I started my blog. It's like you're just putting up content. No one's going to your blog. Nobody cares. But yeah. over, you just consistently do that for six months or a year. And then all of a sudden you're like, wow, I actually have a hundred visitors a day or a thousand visitors a day now coming to my blog. So all those little things add up. Yeah. Uh, how about just any specific marketing things that you found when launching or promoting your product or to help it sell better that's made the biggest difference for you? Um, yeah. So in, in the course, they also say to hit up your family and friends for reviews. Now, to me, that was going to take a long time. And so I went to places like Thomason. And I got my reviews that way. Um, and people may want to do it differently, but I just found that, you know, hitting people up, and, and it works for a lot of people, but it doesn't work for me. Because then I have to teach, you know, my mom how to go on Amazon and how to buy it and then, you know, how to find it, how to leave a review. And that stuff, you got to look at the 80-20, right? Like, I'm not going to spend three hours to get three reviews from from family and friends. So there's, there's tools out there like Thomason, uh, you know, just be sure that when you're giving out your coupon codes that people are saying, I got this in exchange for a, a coupon, you know, um, otherwise Amazon might frown upon that. Um, yeah. So there's tools out there. There's Thomason, there's AMZ tracker and just, just be ready to give out some, yeah. some units Say, just when you buy your inventory, automatically put away 50 or 25 or 100 and say, this is my marketing budget, right? Where some people might spend it on, um, you know, website ads, you're just going to give that stuff away. So just think of it as that's your advertising budget. And, you know, that's the biggest converter, I think, are um, good reviews, good images, and then good copy. So if you have those three, it starts with reviews, um, you're going to be golden. Awesome. Cool, man. So I, I just have a few more questions before we wrap this up. But, um, I mean, so far you've been doing really amazing. You know, you're still relatively new at this. It's been a few mm -hmm. months since you launched your product. Uh, mm -hmm. You mentioned to me that you did about 16000 last month in sales. I'd just be curious to know, what are, your, what are your goals moving forward? You know, what are your goals by the end of the year and then going into 2016? So my, my goal for November was that I would have four products up before we go to the right. amazing selling machine roundup. And I've got that. Um, 
now I kind of want to, now since I've met that goal, I kind of want to see, okay, if I stay on this trajectory of one product per month, um, then I'll have 12. And I kind of like, when I write out my goals, I, I would really like to see 100 sales a day and just have that my goal, just try to get 100 sales a day. And when I get to that point, see if I'm still having fun. And if I am, keep going. And if I'm not, then that's a business right there that is uh, is sellable. And I, you had a, you had a guy on your podcast a while back who sells sites, right? And sites like this are being bought up left and right right now. Yeah. Uh, with with systems in place, you can prove that you're selling. Um, you know, th- this could possibly be your uh, one to five million dollar cash out in a couple years. So just keep that in mind. Yeah, actually, at the last Amazing Selling Machine seminar in Vegas, uh, they actually had a whole section on that where you know mm-hmm. one guy shared actually how he was able to sell. He built up like a whole yoga brand, I guess, and ended up selling it for I don't know how much, but did really well with that. So it's definitely a model there whether you want to just build it up as a passive income sort of thing or mm-hmm. you want to build it up to sell it. So that's great. Yeah, yeah man. So um, – you know, for maybe for people that are watching this, they're brand new to this. They they don't even you know they're looking at this as a potential opportunity, you know, business opportunity, uh, or maybe there might be people that are already selling on Amazon watching this as well. But what kind of advice would you give to someone that's brand new to this? You know, maybe they've they've got their nine to five, they're in a position that was similar to you, they didn't have money to go for it, but they're looking at the opportunity of the internet and just trying to find a way to get started. What what kind of advice would you give to someone like that? Okay, but I would say don't get hung up on the small stuff. Uh, if you do take this course, everything is done in modules, which is really nice. So you can't get to the next module after like a week. So that's really nice. You're not going to get left in the dust or anything. But if it's time to pick a product, don't keep analyzing. Like, Just send your stuff to Stefan. He'll give you a good, uh, you know, he'll give you some good feedback and just go. Just, you know, who knows? Your first product might be a flop or you might just swing and hit it out of the park. It, it's it's really crazy. Uh, you know, some people in, in ASM5, I actually get a little jealous when I see this, like, one girl's doing 25K already. I'm like, dang, how did she do that? Yeah. And, uh, you know, that could be you. And then there's also, um, I know a girl from ASM2 and she's only got one product up, and sometimes she'll have you know two or three sales a day, and it's like, man, why aren't you why aren't you trying a new product at this point? You know what you need to do. So just I mean, stick to the steps and just go. Don't get hung up on small stuff. When it comes time to to pick a product, just just pull that trigger and go. Totally, that's awesome, man. And what you're, you're referring to, some people might not know, is the bonus that I had for joining Amazing Selling Machine is um, uh, I offer some coaching and some feedback, group coaching, and also personalized emails that you can send me. Or if you want me to go over your product ideas, I can help you out with that as well. And I, I found that to be pretty useful for a lot of people because some people, you know, they need that certainty, right? It's like you're mm-hmm. at the beginning stages of something, you're very uncertain. You're like, oh my God, it's... You know, it might have worked for this person or that person, but will it work for me? And uh, I found that when you can have a group that you're a part of or at least someone else that can at least give you that vote of confidence, like, yeah, you're doing the right thing, you're doing good, mm-hmm. you know, keep it up, you're going in the right direction, I found that to be uh, 
definitely really powerful for people. So, so. Yeah, and, and hit up that group as well because you're going to let them into the PLM group, right, yeah, when they join? Yeah. So hit up that group and, and add some friends on there and kind of um, – I wish I had done this a little sooner, but just see where everyone else is at and, and get your own little masterminds going, right? Like you guys are all going through this together and, and that's – you know. Um, try to answer each other's questions and, and just kind of learn, you know, be like a sponge off of each other. And, um, yeah, just, just set your nose forward and keep going. Yeah. And I find that that's really helpful when you go to the ESM seminar they have, because now, you know, when you go, for example, you're going to know me, you're going to know some other people and, Mm -hmm. uh, you're going to meet so many other people. Like I remember when I first went with my girlfriend and a few friends, like, we were having lunch at the Lynn with like guys that are doing 50,000 a month and just doing so much higher than you. And when you talk to them too, you realize that like you're going to be there soon enough. There's not anything really special that they know that you don't know. And it's just <laughs> continuing on with the program and uh, networking and just taking action with it. So yeah. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, I want to thank you again so much for this. I think it'll really benefit a lot of people and uh, just really inspire them. And um, I, you know, I just want to wish you the best of luck as well, man. Keep it up. You're doing awesome, and I can't wait to hear once you've achieved your next goal. So, thanks again. No problem. Good luck, guys. Thanks for listening to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. Make sure to visit the blog at www.projectlifemastery.com for more videos, podcasts, and articles that can help you take your life to the next level.